When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where we are discussing, amongst other things, England's second riotous victory over Pakistan on their tour. Basball marches on, unstoppable, as England make sure they continue to claim themselves as the best team in the world at one sport. Uh, I am joined by Ross Legg. Ross, Hello. how are you? Yeah, I'm obviously it's, uh, it's a bit cold in London, so hence the uh, they've got the, like a half deck on and, uh, and a scarf wrapped around and the heating on. Um, so uh, yeah, it's snowing um, here. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was pretty pretty Baltic yesterday. Snow came down. I was I was on my way home from London. And quite a few snowmen have popped up on the on the common near me. So that's nice. Full size human size snowmen. I don't think I've actually seen one like that before so that was nice uh, mm. nice little festive gift um, it's beginning to look a lot like christmas isn't it I'm a sh- it's, it's sad you didn't sing that for us but you know <laughs> uh we we copyright uh, max i'm uh, thinking ahead <laughs> that's that's true yeah youtube with your with your beautiful tones as they are youtube will instantly pick that up and tell us we can't have any ads so uh so no we, we've, we've learned that the hard way with our <laughs> christmas specials um right before we get into it ross mm-hmm. first things first as always can we have some messages? Yes, uh, you can have some messages. Uh, we are um, delighted to announce that we have a Patreon um, <laughs> uh, channel. Is it a channel? Patreon account. Um, Patreon Discord. We've got all kinds of different stuff. And we absolutely love it. We've uh, started doing exclusive shows for Patreon where we bring members of our Patreon onto the show um so if that sounds like what you want to do then all it takes is you signing up um, and being part of the uh, part of the elite patreon group so uh, yeah and all those patrons that we do have already we love you very much so uh, thank you for doing it um we also love all of our followers on twitter and instagram and we've had significant engagement over the last kind of couple of months on there um, and we took a bit of a break this week because uh what do we really need to say? England are the best team in the world. We don't need to don't need to rub that in, do we, Max? Um, doesn't matter if it's that's not the case in other sports, but cricket, no point rubbing it, rubbing salt in the wounds. 
No, no, I think everyone knows it by now, don't they? So, so why, why, uh, why bang on about it? <laughs> uh, since you mentioned it, Ross, how depressed were you on Saturday? Um, well, I, I did tweet, but the, the last tweet I did was uh, around I'm a Spurs fan, a Redstone Royals fan, and an England fan. Um, my 31 years on this planet. Um, it's full of pain and misery, really, when it comes to uh, comes to sport. So, uh, yeah, if uh, the Indian fans listening to this, though, you've you've had it so good for, for when you've got a Virat Kohli of the world. Um, so it's yeah, very very um, fortunate, I suppose. Um, unfortunate for England to lose, but you know, it, it's, like T Twenty cricket, knockout football, high variance. Absolutely, not always the best team wins, but. The boys did good. The boys did good. We're proud of our boys. We're proud of our boys, yeah. We're proud of our boys. And um, I, I'm looking forward to the Euros in two years and the World Cup in four years when we, we get back to the world of uh, England fans going on about the golden generation and inordinate amounts of pressure on, on a bunch of still quite young men. And uh, we inevitably crash out and, uh, and the cycle repeats. So look out for that one. <laughs> but... Uh, the cycle, as it is for England Test cricket, is well and truly in force, isn't it, Ross? As England have, um, well, what, what, we, we we doubled our doubled our wins away in away in Pakistan mm-hmm. in a, in a very short space of time. Uh, this time it was over to Moulton, and um, England, interestingly, with Ben Folk's fit opted uh, not to bring him back in, but instead picked Mark Wood for the extra pace. So we will come to that selection decision. That's, that's, gut, that's gutting for the purists, that, isn't it? The purists yeah. of tech cricket. And, and prob- probably you as being the biggest Ben Folks stan we've got. Absolutely. But wasn't a bad call in the end, was it? Let's be honest, because uh, England ran out victors after four days of actual test cricket. That's another point we'll come to later. Um, but it was it was a really good battle. It started with England um, setting a good platform with Ben Duckett and Ollie Pope scoring um, nicely, uh, followed by a little wobble and some very important late runs from Mark Wood, taking England to 281. And uh, Pakistan's innings followed quite similar suit, really, although uh, a couple of early wickets, they then recovered and looked well on course to at least match England's total before... Um, a little bit of Robinson magic did for Babarazm and the rest of the side meekly surrendered, leaving England with a solid first innings lead, which they looked very much like taking into the distance um, and not looking back. But cue the third collapse of the game, I suppose. Uh, and Pakistan had something that they felt was very chaseable and we should give them credit for actually trying to chase it this time. But alas, they fell slightly short. The aforementioned Mark Wood picked up four wickets. And once again, it was some magic. This time from Anderson, followed by Robinson, followed by Mark Wood with three unbelievable bits of bowling to remove the danger men for um, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And um, as it was, England won with just 20-odd runs to spare. But... I was talking about magic and and the real magic of the uh, of the game. Ross was the debutant, wasn't it? Our own mystery spinner. Uh, once again, I will take credit for saying they should have picked him in the first one. Although it wasn't a hard one to say, especially after Zaid Mamou's attempt at, at playing cricket. But um, Abra Ahmed. Mm-hmm. I like you say he's our very own. I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Podcast's very own Abra Ahmed. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was he was spectacular, wasn't he? Eleven wickets in the match, um, a brief cameo at the end, which uh, mm. well, it was seventeen of not many balls that sent some shivers, no doubt, up of the up England's spines. Um, and it was it was interesting because old Abra Kadabra, um, he did produce moments of magic in the game where Pakistan's bowling unit didn't give him much support. Um, and there's been classic um, kind of what. Uh, in hindsight, wouldn't it have been great if we did pick him in the first Test match? Um, but he, he impressed here, Max. He did. Yeah, he bowled really nicely. And um, obviously England historically struggle with mystery spinners, and we saw that once again. But um, I don't know what you thought, but I thought there was something of the of the Rashid Khan about him with the way he bowled. I don't know if you sort of noticed, like, with the variations, a lot of finger... Well, the back of the hand. Yeah, it's the back, back of the, the hand. hand. The back of the hand googling gives and it the scrambled seam every yeah. opportunity to do, and it can go either which way, right? But there was clearly a lot of use of the fingers to flick it, which um, is sort of why Rashid Khan's so difficult to pick. Um, and that's what it sort of reminded me of that, because England obviously struggled um, with that. There was uh, the look on Ben Stokes's face when he was bowled in the first innings was absolutely priceless. Um and uh, and it was a game of priceless looks on people's faces when they got done by by good deliveries. So I, I quite enjoyed that. But um, yeah, what what Pakistan will be um, ruining for not picking him in the first test? Uh, although I suppose sure the pit, there's every sure. chance on that pitch that, <laughs> that it would have made no difference whatsoever. Yeah, it was interesting, right? Because Pakistan actually tried to win this game. Uh, which was nice. And England did leave the door open for them. Well, England were in a pretty commanding position. They were very much winning the Test match um, from from the outset. Um, even though they were 180 for five, it felt like England... Was somewhere, and that might just be our English bias, Max, but it just felt that we were going at over five and over. We'd still lost some wickets. Old England, we would have been, what, 50 for five in that mm. situation and hoping that Joe Root would produce some magic... But here it just, I don't know, there was a there was a calm sense. And that if we got up to about 250, we were going to be well in the game. And as you mentioned, Mark Wood's cameo got us up to that kind of 280 mark. Um, and yeah, it kind of felt like, do you know what, that is not a bad total. Um, but it was England's pace of uh, of scoring that really set this up again, Max. And you mentioned before that this was only a four-day test match in the end. Um, and... So I saw someone reference Fergie time for England, where we pick up kind of late wickets. Um, I'm not sure you can call it Fergie time if it's a day four session two, can you? No, but so much had happened. It almost felt like it had gone down to the five days, didn't it? It was. Mm. It had that sort of weird feeling about it. There'd been the the game had moved so quickly that uh, you could have been forgiven for thinking it had gone gone the full five. But it was um, in so much contrast to to the game at, at Pindi. Um, Properly good battle test cricket, both sides well in it, both with a mini collapse, some some moments of magic, some star performances, and, and ultimately two teams going at it the right way. Like you said, mm. Pakistan actually tried to win this one. And it was interesting to hear them say sort of it was that overnight period where England were, what was it? I think they were 202 for five or something. They had sort of matched... Pakistan's first inning score in in mm-hmm. England's second innings when they were setting the target, and and Pakistan was saying, well, we 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 believe, you know, if if they leave us with anything around three fifty, we totally believe we can we can chase that. We did it in Gaul, on a, on a turning track, and and we can do it here. And it was really interesting to hear that. Well, that 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 way of approaching the game, bearing in mind, not just five days ago, they or or whatever it was. 
they had an opportunity to chase down the same score ish on the most batting friendly track I can remember in my entire life. And they didn't really try. So I don't know if what happened was they listened to the podcast last week and Jack's complete evisceration of Pakistan for being complete cowards um, <laughs> actually spurred them into life. And they thought, actually, no, Jack's right. We, we, we need to, we need to stand up here and be counted. And, and this is very important. And, um, and if so credit to them and credit to Jack. Um, but it was a, a complete turnaround from, from the way they played, but uh, um, all, all the better for it, obviously. And uh, uh, Saw Shaquille, I think we should um, give a, a lot of credit to as well, just in his, his second test match. He batted, batted really nicely. So um, yeah, it's, been, it's been a fantastic a start. Player. It's been a fantastic start for him. And yeah, you, you might turn around and say that you could you want to bat on Raul Pindy's track, just like Imal Haq loves to do. Um, but he's yeah, he started really well. I think he's got 270 runs in four innings. So uh, an average of, what, 67. Um, so... He's, he's a grafter. He's a battler. Um, I think the left-handed nature of him actually goes in his favour, especially coming up against kind of the England bowling lineup. Um, he's particularly gone after Jack Leach with well, reasonable success. Um, but it was his dismissal, Max, that got the Twitter police in a huff about poor umpiring. Mm. Um, and I like you're the resident umpire um, in this. I mean, I do have the ECB qualification because I was very bored in lockdown once. Yeah, um, I signed up for it, and never did it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the difference between you and me. I deliver, um, and then <laughs> when you fight, you follow through, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, it was given out on the field, um, and Max, I, I'm I'm looking at this, and I'm saying that there isn't conclusive proof to overturn this decision. Uh, Ollie Pope's gloves, like it's. I... Where, think, where where I where where it, are you sitting on it? I think he grounded it. You think okay, fine. I'm, I'm I'm fairly confident that 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 ball has touched the floor, um, and and it's not been taken cleanly. And I can understand why anyone would be very disappointed at, at that decision. But I can, you, I mean, you you know, you you are right. When when the soft signal is out, you have to be a hundred percent sure that it wasn't out to overturn it. And mm. um, I think that's the issue with soft signals. To be honest, I I hate to agree with. Brett Coley and, and and his maintenance that soft signals shouldn't be a thing, but uh, I I do think that if if the umpire isn't sure enough on the field to give it, I'm not sure whether them sort of prejudicing prejudicing the decision of the third umpire who's looking at it on on video is the right way to go. Obviously, you've got all the caveats about foreshortening of the lens and all that stuff that makes it look like the ball hasn't gone in properly. But I think in this case. It did look to me like the ball was touching the floor at, at a point and I couldn't see any glove underneath it. So I, I, I think Pakistan can feel a bit hard done by. A little bit aggrieved. With that. But uh, it's another victory for England's plan B of trying to strangle people down the leg side. Yeah. Which worked well, it... really well in my opinion. It worked again here when they were struggling to buy a wicket. It's, a, it's an interesting tactic. Seems to be bearing fruit. Yeah. and a lot. I remember they were trying to do that for Steve Smith. Um, to with pretty much zero success <laughs> uh, because he hit about 500 runs um, in a couple of games. Um, but it's interesting you mentioned Virat Kohli, Max, because we've we've talked about the magic of Abra. We've talked about um, Shaquille kind of taking to Test match cricket quite nicely. Um, but it's on the England side where Harry Brook has taken like a duck to water. Um, mm. And batting extremely well overseas, registered another century in this game. Um, and Ben Stokes has dubbed him 
potentially the next Virat Kohli as a all three mat all three format player all due to mat. his all three mat three mat works yeah. um all three mat uh, <laughs> player because of his simple yet devastating technique max where where do you see this uh, getting a bit carried away on some batting friendly surfaces against what a third or fourth line pakistan test bowling lineup Potentially, yes. It's a very English thing to do, isn't it? Build up young talent um, and uh, and only only see them crumble under the pressure that you've <laughs> built on them. But <laughs> I I mean, there's a lot to like about Harry Brook, isn't there? To to, to be fair, and, and Ben Stokes is obviously trying to build this like positive atmosphere and this positive vibe around the side, so you can see sort of why that that stuff's coming out really trying to trying to build the guys up and really lift their confidence and get them playing in that sort of free way that they do um, mm. because that's so integral to the way England are trying to approach cricket at the moment but having i mean watching harry brook in um in that role pindy test and and again in this test i mean you you do have to admire the the technique because it is it i think uh, you know i think that's what was what impressed me so much um, with the way he scored the runs so quickly last time out was just the simplicity with which he did it. You yeah, know, the it control. Just, yeah, it was just pure timing, technique, just for the most part, orthodox, brilliant cricket. And and then, you know, when he wanted to, he just brought out some nonsense to go along with it. So he's yeah. clearly fully talented and, and got a lot about him. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to more and more of Harry Brook in the side. And obviously he's done it in the county championship on slightly less helpful pitches. Again, not necessarily against test level bowling, but um, you know, three centuries in four innings in your first time in Pakistan, even if the pitches are a bit helpful. Oh yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah, you knock got, it, can you? Well, yeah, yeah, he's got two centuries, one fifty. Um, he's at nine sixes um, in his three hundred and sixty nine runs in five innings, an average of seventy three point eight, and what is most impressive, a strike rate of ninety nine point four six. Um, yeah, that is uh, that is yep. some uh, some f- couple of debuts, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, moving on, Ben Stokes um, didn't bowl at all in this no. Test match, Max. And uh, was it another captaincy masterclass? Um, we know he's got some injury niggles, uh, but this game was on the line. This, this this was a real. This was going down to what, a, tw- a twenty six run margin is that's, that's squeaky bum territory. Um, but he trusted his bowling unit to get the job done without him it was that a positive statement or do we think that is him managing his body and managing his workload he he did bowl a lot didn't he Merrill Pindy um, because obviously we went in with the two seamers uh, and then the four spinners <laughs> <laughs> four, three part-time spinners and an actual spinner um, so I mean obviously only he will know the answer to this but he so often relies on himself to be the guy that comes and breaks the game open when England need a wicket so I I can only suspect especially with the fact that he picked Mark Wood and you know, stuck with Ollie Pope as a part-time wicketkeeper to give himself the extra bowling option. Mm-hmm. I suspect there was an element of protecting himself in there. But, but for the whole hard slog at Karachi next. Yeah, because, I mean, there's every chance if he brings Ben folks back into the side that uh, he'll he'll need to pick up a, a, bit more, uh, a bit more of the work. But, you know, once again... What can you say other than looking back at it that um, it worked? 
and, and, <laughs> it and, worked and, again. <laughs> and, and, and it's interesting, right? Because the bowling unit for England, obviously Mark Wood coming in here, um, having a pace option where you've got a guy bowling, what, 95 miles an hour or whatever he's yeah. bowling. I mean, having a fit Mark Wood is is quite a tool in the in the in the box isn't it yeah it's, it's, it is a i've written down here it's very handy um, <laughs> um, a classic bit the, of understatement and the, uh, mark woods right rightly did get the plaudits um but ollie robinson seems to be a bit of an unsung hero for this england lineup uh, he obviously was fat shamed last year by the bowling coach <laughs> um but he's taken 22 wickets this year an average of 17 like that is some pretty serious going, uh, and the is again is what well, this is only a second year of Test match cricket. He went through the whole um, awful racism tweet saga. Um, he's been on that journey and going through being dropped, etc. Um, but he's looking like he's starting to mature, and he's probably one of the first names down on the team sheet now from a, from an England bowling lineup perspective. I think so. I think he's universally good as well. You know, we've we've seen him on these pitches in Pakistan. Um, extract something. Um, like he, he bowled a couple of balls in in Rawalpindi, which moved off the surface, which mm-hmm. I didn't think was physically possible. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'm he, really could, you, are you saying he could turn a cue ball on marble? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think he could. Good. He, he, <laughs> he um, uh, he's, he's seriously impressed me. And um, the what was it? He it was his was it his second ball uh, of the innings where he did Babarazam and then. That was disgusting, Zivri. That, that was that was Absolutely like if, if, if you if you uploaded that to Pornhub, like it would <laughs> that would be that would be because it, so it's such explicit content. Um, that if you haven't watched the delivery, go and watch it. It literally pitches maybe two feet outside off stump, and it literally jags back. And yeah. Babrazan rightly leaves it. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. There's good leaves and bad leaves, but I mean that one. It felt like a good leave, and his off stump is out the ground. Um, yeah, it was remarkable, remarkable. Yeah. Um, my my favourite bit of captaincy from Ben Stokes was right at the end today, um, when uh, Aga Salman just looked like he was, you know, threatening to to do it on his own. He was, you know, how Ben Stokes did against Australia when uh, they went for the tactic of right, okay, it's. Uh, fourth ball of the over bring everyone in and mm. that was ben stokes's cue basically to all right i'm gonna hit a six or a four now and then <laughs> um find that single to, to run and england were doing the same thing uh and i guess someone had worked that out except <clears throat> um for so the over before the the wicket taking delivery he, he had that opportunity off off um mark wood to try and get that single and get on strike. But because Jack Leach was bowling at the other end, I think he felt confident that Muhammad Ali could block it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was really uh, a really good move from Ben Stokes at that point to go, actually, you know what? Let's see if Ollie Robinson can uh, can get a wicket from the number 11. And uh, yeah, first ball of the over does so. Uh, that was that was a nice move, bit, nice move from him. Um, uh, and I thought that was... Uh, particularly impressive but i mean and again england they were attacking they you know, weren't worried about conceding runs it was all about the wickets and um i mean everything he touches at the moment is just turning to gold isn't it everything's coming up stokesy so uh it'll be interesting to see what happens when things don't quite go to plan yeah i've not it's not really happened yet has it yeah apart from well, that one game against an africa yeah and it is, it is i think um we've talked about 
um, the high performers for Pakistan. I think we've touched upon the high performers. Um, I think a bit of praise needs to go to Ben Duckett as well, um, who's come in and looked looked at home, um, mm. it's fair to say. And on a on a spinning track like this, to record scores of 79 and uh, 63, I think he, he was especially good. Um, what I did like about this England performance is the reverse sweep from the first ball of your innings. Ollie Pope did it, went for four. Jack Leach did it, got clean bowled. Um and hopefully that's yeah. a, a sign of things to come as uh, the entertaining I, we, team. We don't want Jack Leach playing. Is he, I don't think he's played a reverse sweep in his life. <laughs> well, he, I don't uh, know why. He, <laughs> he still he, hasn't based on that evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, I, I don't think, I, I, I think that's Jack Leach getting carried away, isn't it? I, I don't think Jack Leach needs to quite espouse the, uh, the basball um, approach as much as the others. I'm I'm quite happy with Jack Leach if he's coming in at number nine, just to maybe maybe block the first ball and try and stay there and <laughs> and, and you know try and score some runs that way because I don't think it's going to matter too much if well, England don't go at seven and over with with Jack Leach at the crease. Yeah, well, it's interesting, Max, because uh, you mentioned Basball there. Um, this is England's eighth victory out of nine. Um, we in all of those Test matches we have taken the 20 wickets. Um, so England's bowlers uh, deserve uh, a big heap of praise as well as Ben Stokes' captaincy and England's fielding to a certain extent as well. Like, if you go back kind of, what, 18 months, actually England had a bit of a problem dropping catches, etc. Yeah. And overall, the standard, the behaviours, the, the values that they're living is really transcending into their performances. It is great to see. Um, there are a few caveats though, Max, aren't mm. there, that um, are typically thrown out um, at Basbourne. No doubt the Australians who uh, beat West Indies, and we'll come on to that a little bit later, will be kind of saying, well, you've, you've not played you've not played the big boys yet. You've uh, played New Zealand on flat pitches. Um, India, oh, you would have lost if, you would have con- if they would have finished the uh, series in 2021. Um, South Africa, pitches are not flat enough. Um, and then Pakistan, they, as I was mentioned earlier, kind of got their, what, they've got, Harris Ralph out, um, Nassim Shah injured for this match. Yeah. They're also missing um, uh, Shaheen Shah, yeah. Freedy. So if you take those three bowlers out of any lineup, right, it's going to be weakened. Um, but Max, it just feels that whatever whatever they're getting thrown at, they're they're adapting to those situations. Um, I think yeah. there is a there is a little bit of what maybe some smarter cricket they could play. There, there is obviously this brash and aggressive style. Um, and I think kind of the next evolution of this was to be combine that with just some smarter play when, when you require it, right? Um, that feels to me like the natural evolution. Yeah, England just need to not get carried away with it a bit. I think that's the danger, is that England gets swept up in there. Um, and they almost, I don't know, they almost become a parody of themselves uh, at this point. But I think, it, you know, at the moment... Um, it's all it's all coming up Trump. So uh, I look. I'm on the roller coaster. I'm here for the ride, baby. I want a thousand runs in a Test match against Australia. That's what I want. That would um, be uh, that would be the icing on the cake. I think we could just all quit at that point. It would. Um, and then the final bit on on this match Max, is that Joe Root. Um, well, I saw this on ESPN earlier. Um, he becomes the third ever player to achieve the double of ten thousand runs and fifty Test match wickets, following Steve Waugh and Jack Callis. Um, wow, that's some that's some company to be in. But yeah, yeah. Joe Root, Joe Root's off spin. Yeah, handy. It's fair to say. I think so. It is, it is handy. When Jack Leach brought up his 100th test wicket and uh, Joe Root brought up his 50th. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what the comparison in uh, in in overs bold for that is, but uh, I 
you know, it's um, it's clearly useful. So I'm looking at it now. Test Test cricket. Joe Root's bowled four thousand three hundred fifty-two balls for his fifty wickets. Jack Leach has bowled seven thousand one hundred eighty-three balls for his hundred and three. So obviously uh, he's got a better strike rate, but it's not it's not that much better. So yeah. yeah. And, uh... And that was, that was the death of Don Bess, wasn't it, really? Um, Joe yeah. Root's part-time spin <laughs> was actually better than his full-time spin. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's, to be honest, why I think we might see Ben Folks back in the side for the third test. I I think, you know, Will Jacks wasn't really used mm-hmm. um, so much. Uh, and I, I'm not sure, I mean, if Joe Root's is pretty useful. Uh, and with Will Jacks not being used that much, I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, Folks come back in instead of, uh, Jacks, as was sort of the plan in the first test, um, um, because interesting... I, I think Ollie Pope deserves a break from keeping wicket, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, I do think the decision to drop him does spell um, poor old Ben some troubles when Johnny Bairstow's back. What do you it reckon? Did... Yeah, it does. Well, well, let's let's stay for the next test match um, for a second. So um, this is so this is historic, right? So we've we've won two test matches in Pakistan. Uh, it's yeah, it's a huge, huge accolade to kind of go. Um, there's one match left in the series. Pakistan have never lost three test matches at home in a test match series. So there is a record, again, to be obliterated by the <laughs> Bazball juggernaut. Um, so do we reckon they'll play their best team they can and win this, win that game and go, go, for, go for the 3-0? Or will they look to risk it as an opportunity to see something else? Because this, this team is one that, Clearly wants to win, but their their well, was it their um, kind of epoch? Their their their, their philosophy is to um, it's not about winning; it's about the style of play that we want to go after, and it's about learning new things and learning more about us as a team. So, could we? And this is just a, could we see someone like Jack Leach sit out for this game and Rian Ahmed being given a go, um, or are they going to gun for three nil? I think they're going to gun for three nil. Um, simply, I, I feel like the the way things are going and and sort of the the good feeling around the side. I think just from what I can tell, the way they want to go about it is just you know plow plowing on with that um, with that positive mindset and, and trying to win and, mm-hmm. and and making things work. And I think Ryan Ahmed's there as much for the experience of being around a squad uh, as anything. Um, you know, potentially we might see Jamie Overton come in or someone, you know, maybe Jimmy take a breather is, is the only other possible thing. But I mean, he's been, yeah. he's been excellent him himself. So I, I, I yeah, just it could be, it could be a Mark Wood, couldn't it? Yeah. And that's the thing right there. I think so. And the reason I was kind of getting into this is to, to tee up this conversation around before England always had one eye on the horizon, it felt like, right, from a selection point of view. It was always just like, oh, what about the Ashes? What about, yeah, we, we need to make sure that, I don't know, Simon Kerrigan gets some overs in just in <laughs> case he's needed in the Ashes or whatever it might be. And it doesn't feel like they are going to do that now. It feels like they are, every single Test match is there to win. Every single Test match, they are there to win in their style and they will pick the team that they feel has the best chance of winning. Um that's quite a refreshing attitude, if I'm perfectly honest, um, because the yeah. county ga- the county game is there to blood the likes of Rian Ahmed, right? The England Lions is, is there to do it. Um, I think making um, well making Test caps difficult to come by is is a, is a is a nice place to be. 
Will Jacks in this scenario, right? He's, he's got two caps. He's done a pretty good job. He was six for in the first game. Wasn't there to get a six for, but turned up for the books and did it <laughs> did it nice nicely. And has what hit a few handy thirties. Um, I think I think I'm falling in love, Max, with uh, this, this approach. <laughs> yeah, You're, yeah. Uh, I can see your eyes popping out of you. Well, I, I, I was as at the top of the show. I said that I was Spurs fan. I fell in love with the Maurizio Pochettino era. No, no shadow of a doubt. I was in love when Raphael van der Vaart was playing with Berbatov and Robbie Keane, and we had Gareth Bale and Modric in there. I'm feeling the same about this England team now, Max. I'm getting very much into it. I'm not going to go as far as getting a Barmy Army membership. I'm not quite right. at that point in my life. You're a um, but it is nice to. It's, it's, this warm, fuzzy feeling of hope is coming back, um, and yeah, it's it's a nice place to be. It is. It's uh, it's a nice place to be, and I think that's a nice place to leave this segment. I do. Uh, shall we move on to the other cricket that we've got? Um, because there has been a little bit of other cricket taking place at the moment where India have been facing off against Bangladesh in an ODI series before playing them in some test matches, and Australia um, also playing West Indies. Max. Um, some of our listeners have said it's unfair that you're labelling India personally um, as the kings of winning games that don't matter. Um, so what would be your response to those critics? Um, well, the evidence is in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, they, they, every time it happens, I mean, usually it's like, I mean, you... What was it in the Asia Cup? It was Kohli scoring a ton, wasn't it? This time it was Ishan Kishan scoring the fastest double century in an ODI ever. Like, fair enough. That mm-hmm. was awesome, and um, and it's really nice to see uh, the rock star is back, in particular, back in some form, and uh, a little bit of hope for India that he may still be the the star that they hoped he was. But yeah, you can't take away from the fact that at that point they were two 0 down in a, an ODI series against Bangladesh. So. The, you know, there there's always there's always that to, to temper it. But hey, fair play to and two very close games as well. You know, it should be said, um, a one wicket win and a five wicket win for Bangladesh. But they, um, uh, yeah, they've got something in the ODI side that they clearly don't have in the uh, in the T20s. And and who was it in? Um, was it Mehdi Hassan in the? It was. It was. Yeah. So he, he he's a, he's player of the series. Um, he's delivering on some of the potential that uh, he, he has seen. He got a century and a twofer in the uh, in the second game, um, and then in the one wicket victory um, in the first game, I think it was a pretty much a runner ball, thirty eight and another wicket. Um, Bangladesh are doing all right. They're in the, when it comes to the was it the ICC Super League kind of points. They're finishing. They're, well, they're at the moment. They're second in the uh, in the table with eight eight wins, four losses. Um, they they're not a bad ODI side, and I think sometimes it's quite easy to wrap up what has been kind of some weird Test performances, some terrible terrible T Twenty performances, right? But actually, a format that sits just right. If uh, mm. if Bangladesh are the Goldilocks of of cricket at the moment, um, and the the tepid nature of the ODI cricket that. Suits just fine. Yeah, they, 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 they were too much for India. And, uh, well, they and, get enough practice, don't they? Because they play T20s like one day international, so they've just come off the back of a, a World Cup. Fully preparing for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is interesting, right? Because India at the moment, they're 
they've got a bit of a, an identity crisis, um, I think. And they've they've obviously got the test matches coming up. Um, Kale Rahul, uh, big fan of the pod, um, <laughs> is is captaining the side because Rohit Sharma's got a hurty thumb. And yeah, is it, I think it's an important important set of games for them. Like Bangladesh are going to be bang up for this. Um, they've clearly gone out and enjoyed themselves. Uh, we're probably going to add a day at the spa or something. We'll just like, Do you know what, we'll turn up. Doesn't matter if we lose uh, because we've already won the series. So it would be an intriguing test match um, to follow. Australia, um, on the other hand, this has not been intriguing. Um, no. by any stretch um, the West Indies went over there um, a depleted side through injury um, at one point I genuinely thought they were going to call up Brian Lara um, to actually have a bit of a bat might as well um, have done Max um, they've lost the series 2-0 the only person who's really coming out of it with any oh, actually there's probably two obviously their captain Craig Brathwaite um, hit another century um, he's the he's probably the I think he's the only one from West Indies to hit a century in like the last five years or something ridiculous um, in Test match cricket. Um, and Chandapal's son um, Tagnarain uh, yes. come, comes out of his first Test experience uh, with what four innings, 160 runs, an average of 40. Um, you're taking that, aren't you? You are. You're also taking that in Australia against <laughs> Australia's um, pace attack. You know that's that's a, a pretty. Uh, pretty serious baptism of fire, isn't it? Going yeah. going down under and and experiencing uh, the likes of the Aussie quicks. So, yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Root in England's uh, kind of thorn in the side. Scott Boland was uh, taking. He took more a wickets. triple wicket maiden, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that, feels, t- t- that makes us feel a bit better, right? Scott is Boland. It-, it wasn't just England. He destroyed it did the West Indies as well. Is that is- our level? It's, it's, it's a bit interesting right? because if you're if you're Scott Boland, you're sitting there going thinking that my Australia career has probably passed me by. Like like before before like this time last year, he's probably thinking, Do you know what, that boat has probably sailed. And here he is having an unbelievable series last year in the Ashes, um, and yeah, recording a, a triple wicket mate. Yeah, you're, you're, you're satisfied with that. You, you can you can die happy. Um, yeah, of that. yeah, it's uh, that's quite the yeah. It's almost like a cameo of a Test career, isn't it? That he's, yeah. that he's had and it's um it's gone pretty well for him so uh uh you, you can't you can't deny him that can you fair fair play but australia yeah i mean the ashes ashes is the big one isn't it i, I got i got tickets i got a ticket for the oval the day nice. I think we decided day three because you, you never know uh with with uh, the way England play cricket at the moment, how how long it's going to go? So we've we've gone for day three in the in the hope that it's the final day of the Test match and we get some well, good cricket in. Um, but I will very much be looking forward to England testing baseball against Australia. I just hope it doesn't um, go wrong before that. Yeah, well, and we, and we talked. You mentioned before around Johnny Bairstow. There's all kinds of different things to come into the equation, right? For that, and I think um, let's let's put that on ice. Let's enjoy what we've got in front of us at the moment. Um, yeah, it'll be honest before you know it, though, Ross. Absolutely, it's nearly Christmas. And we will be coming up with bowling plans, right, to get rid of the bloke you've never heard of, Travis Head, who uh, hit another big daddy century. He did, yeah. Um, remaining, then, remaining nice and forgettable. And then Marnus. Uh, Marnus Champagne, uh, which he might be renamed, he, he can't stop scoring runs. Marnus Labuschagne, it is it is ridiculous how mm. 
annoyingly good he is because um the no ran um guy is oh, what yeah, was it quite spe- it was spectacular first test wasn't it where didn't he and smith both score double tons can you imagine <laughs> i think to stand in the field not just stand in the field not being able to take a wicket and watching the you know your oppos three and four rack up a partnership of 400 but like nine hours of steve smith and minus labashane yeah oh my god well, having having oh, been to Old Trafford, yeah, having watched Steve Smith hit like three hundred and fifty runs in person at the last Ashes when it was in England, I'm hoping that that changes uh, next year. Um, yeah. But there we go, Max. We had an, a crushing victory of England's tour de force of Pakistan. They move on to Karachi next, and there might be a couple of changes. Um, Pakistan need to at least went for it this time. We, we can't sit on this podcast and say they were cowards this time out. They no. went for it, um, and it was a yeah a, again a much better advertisement for Test cricket than the first game. Um, amazing that it didn't take five years for them to uh, roll out a a relatively contestable um, test match wicket, um, unlike Ramesh Raja thought. India have work to do, but probably have the edge over Bangladesh in the upcoming test series. And Australia, yeah, they are they are, they are peacocking their feathers uh, mm. ahead of the ashes. And one final thing, Ross. Mm. Australia's women lost a game of cricket. Well, it's, it's the way to do it. There's two final things, because I owe Sudeep a... Uh, I, I, owe, I owe him a Coley fact, Coley so facts, we'll yeah. finish off on that. Um, and that, that, this is the blueprint for beating Australia, isn't it? It's to get them to a super over and then hope Score that, 21. Yeah, that hope that magic happens. Score 21. Well, yeah, what a performance. Uh, especially, you know, they, Australia racked up 187 for one, and it's just like, you you think, here we go again. Complacent, that's what I say that is. But, I say uh, it's complacent. Yeah, I mean, surely there's more on the board that they could have got. And, um, mm. yeah, the, I mean, Shafali Verma, Shmishu Mandana, we know how good they are. Um, but 26 of 13 for, for Richard Gosh was uh, the uh, unsurprising hero of, of that <laughs> that chase. And, I mean, well, India are getting better and better, aren't they, uh, in the women's game? And that's really good to see. But, I mean, when was the last time Australia lost a game of cricket? I think finally someone's done it. Yeah, well, it's because we took away their prized asset, right? Matthew Mott. Um... Yes, <laughs> that's it. That Clearly that's it. where the talent sits. Um but what we have, Max, is uh, is, is the Kohli fact. So yeah, the uh, fact, yeah. yeah. So for for those of you not aware, um, I've got I've, I've got I've got to do five shows, and this is my second show that I'm doing where I've got to share a a, a fact about Virat Kohli. An interesting um, one, hopefully. Oh, hopefully, uh, it's going to be very very difficult to top my first one, Your which first was, uh, one was great. That, that he took. He is the only person to take um, his first international wicket off of his zero balled bold, um, as he got Kevin Peterson stumped off of a wide with uh, Mahindra Singh Dhoni taking that. Um, the second fact, Max, is that Virat Kohli and I actually share um, a stat, um, which is oh, which yeah. is really quite nice. So um, as as you know, I, I, I was doing the same count, wasn't I? How many centuries I had hit personally while Virat Kohli was going on that barren run. Um, it's fair to say in the last couple of years, I've still got more centuries than Virat Kohli has, but that's rather near or there. Um, what we do share in common is that um, in the IPL, neither of us have ever been auctioned. So there's a fun right. fact for you. He has been, yeah. he was uh, picked as a catchment player in 2008 um, and then has been retained every single season since with the mighty Royal Challengers Bangalore. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I can't say I'm hugely surprised 
by that because dropping Coley as as a <laughs> as an IPL franchise is probably like signing your own death warrant. But uh, I mean, we, we would have done it. Let's be, let's be fair. If we oh, were we RCB, yeah. we, we would have we would have been just like, do you know what? Getting back in the player pool, mate. Big time. Uh, we don't need no anchors. Get out of here. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, but very good. It's the same number of um, Premier League titles as Steven Gerrard as well, isn't it? Which is always a nice stat to roll out. Well, let's uh, let's finish on that. Um, footballing disappointment for England uh, and Steven Gerrard, no doubt again. Um, thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, have a great week and remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Cricket Pod. And if you want to sign up for a Patreon and get involved in one of the shows, um, then go on to Patreon forward slash The Cricket Pod um, and sign up there. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.